This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. If you ever needed to have absolute proof that there are rules for one political party, rules for the continued revolution, and then rules for those of us that need to be ignored and disposed of, this past 36 hours should do the job in convincing you that there are two standards. Standards for those who wish to overthrow our system of government and our way of life, and tyrannical, Nazi-like standards for those of us that wish to continue to have free speech, cognitive liberty, and sovereignty under the Constitution of the United States. Well, this became abundantly clear in the last few days. And it became abundantly clear in the case of Shanna Chapel, or Shana Chapel, I should say, whose son, U.S. Marine and Lance Corporal Karim Nikui, was murdered in Afghanistan thanks to the Biden administration's carelessness and dishonesty. She took to social media to say exactly what she thought of Biden, including questioning the legitimacy of his presidency. It was classic free speech of the type of the First Amendment protects. So Instagram, which Facebook owns, by the way, suspended her. It did later reinstate her, assuring her that it was all a mistake, when we all know that the only mistake was that Facebook and Instagram got caught. The mere fact that Facebook and Instagram took this step and thought it could get away with it is a perfect example of the fact that the tech tyrants are functioning in the same way as North Korean censors or Chinese censors, banning any speech critical of the dear leader and his policies. Karim Nakui was a young man who wanted to serve his country, and his family was proud of him for that. He died in the bomb blast at Kabul Air Force Base, defending American interests. They would have wept for his loss, but consoled themselves with the thought that he died for the greater good. But his mother, Shanna Chapel, cannot get over the fact that her beloved son died only because the Biden administration was so incompetent that it couldn't even get the basics of the withdrawal right. The mother, Shanna Chapel, took to social media to share her agonizing story of meeting the president, which didn't sit well with Facebook and Instagram censors. She was locked out of her social media accounts for what she had to say about the president and the corrupt election as well that brought him to power. And she says this, quote, President Joe Biden, this is for you. I know my face is etched in your brain. I was able to look at you straight in the eyes yesterday and have words with you. After I lay my son to rest, you will be seeing me again. Remember, I am the one who stood five inches from your face and was letting you know that I would never get to hug my son again. Hear his laugh. And then you tried to interrupt me and give me your own sob story. And I had to tell you that this isn't about you, so don't make it about you. You then said you just wanted me to know that you know how I feel. And I let you know that you don't know how I feel and you don't have the right to tell me how you know how I feel, she said. She continued, 
You then rolled your eyes in your head like you were annoyed with me, and I let you know that the only reason I was talking to you was out of respect for my son, and that was the only reason why. I then proceeded to tell you again how you took my son away from me and how I will never get to kiss him, to hug him, and laugh with him again, etc. You turned to walk away, and I let you know my son's blood was on your hands, and you threw up your hand behind you as you walked away from me like you were saying, okay, whatever. You are not the President of the United States of America, Biden. Cheating isn't winning. You are not the leader of any kind. You are a weak human being and a traitor. You turned your back on my son, on all of our heroes. You are leaving the White House one way or another because you do not belong there. My son's blood is on your hands. All 13 of them, their blood is on your hands. If my President Trump was in the rightful seat, then my son and the other heroes would still be alive. Then she added this. You'll be seeing me again very soon. By the way, as my son and the rest of our fallen heroes were being taken off the plane yesterday, I watched you disrespect us all five different times by checking your watch. What was so important that you had to keep looking at your watch? You are nobody special, Biden. America hates you. End quote. On Monday, two more Gold Star family members attested to the disrespectful behavior that President Biden showed them on Sunday. Quote, I leaned into my son's mother's ear. In, I said, I swear to God, if he checks his watch one more time. And that was probably only four times in. I couldn't look at him anymore after that. And that is what Mark Schmidt said. He's the father of a fallen Marine, Jared Schmitz. And he said this on Hannity. He continued, quote, Considering the time and why we were there, I found it to be the most disrespectful thing I'd ever seen. In reference to checking the watch, that didn't just happen once. End quote. Darren Hoover, father of Taylor Hoover, added this, quote, it happened on every single one that came out of that airplane. It happened on every single one of them. They would release the salute, and he would look down at his watch on every last one. All 13. He looked down at his watch. End quote. Sheena Chapel again shared photos of her slain Marine son, Lance Corporal Kareem Niku, on her Instagram page. And she said this, quote, this is the last picture of my son that he sent me of himself. It was taken on Sunday. I know I'm still in shock right now. I felt my soul leave my body as I was screaming that it can't be true. No mother, no parent should ever have to hear that their child is gone, that their child was one of the Marines killed today. I had to hear it. I had to hear it. This is my baby. This is my hero. I will never get to hug him again. And my heart is ripped out of my chest. No parent should have to have someone come to their home to tell them their child is never coming home again. Why would God do this to me? Why would he take my son? This can't be real. My, hurt, my heart hurts so much. She concluded in her grief, 
I'm never going to get to hug my son again, or see his smile or hear his laugh. He was only 20 years old. He's never going to get married or have a family. Oh my gosh, how could this have happened? She asked. Why? He is my heart, my hero. Now, I know some of you are thinking right now, those of you that are more theologically minded, that, well, there's a lot of things that she's saying here that are incorrect, and she probably needs to be corrected. Yes, but it's time to grieve with those who, who grieve. And you should be praying for this woman and for the parents. And yes, we can go back and correct later, but for right now, it's for grieving and understanding. Well, of course, after she posted that, though, one who was not going to be understanding, someone who wanted to make sure that they made all those corrections that, that needed to be made, was Instagram. And so now Instagram also canceled her and deplatformed her completely. Of course, they just need to make sure that they made those corrections for her. Now, of course, after the bad publicity, Instagram has since reinstated Chapel's account, saying the suspension was an error, but thinking people assume that it did so because of the outcry. I mean, right, it was just a mistake, right? I'm sure your Instagram account gets deleted all the time, right? If Instagram could have gotten away with it, though, believe me, it would have. And please note that the tech tyrants did invite Americans onto their platforms with the promise that they could freely express themselves as long as they avoided using the platform for illegal purposes. Americans enthusiastically embraced what they thought were free speech forums. Everybody was on Facebook. Everybody was on Instagram. The social media's platforms' popularity turned them into the public square, for they became the main forum of all speech in America. And having corralled all Americans into an artificially created public square, the same tech tyrants are systematically destroying America's First Amendment rights. So theoretically, we can back out to communication as it existed before the rise of the internet. But is that really the answer? I mean, as for internet sites such as blogs, websites, they survived before social media. Though blog rolls and word of mouth, they could do it again, it's not going to have the viral share or the community that other speech had the ability to have. But something else might be coming to your mind as we discuss this. Didn't the progressive left use several Gold Star families back several years ago to attack Donald Trump? And it was all over social media, nonstop, just a few years ago. Well, think back to 2017. There should be at least one case that really jumps out at you. Maisha Johnson, the widow of Army Sergeant David Johnson, one of the four U.S. soldiers killed in a military operation in Niger on October 4, 2017, went on Good Morning America to say that President Trump made me cry even worse when he had called to offer condolences. Apparently, the phone call between the president and Johnson had been a source of controversy for almost a week during that time, especially since Representative Frederica Wilson from Florida, Democrat, also listened in on the call. And then she ran to the media with her own spin on the details of the conversation. Now, President Trump said that, quote, he knew what he signed up for but I know it hurts anyway, Johnson recounted. And she said this, it made me cry 
because I was very angry at the tone of his voice and couldn't remember my husband's name. Now, of course, Frederica Wilson, the representative from near Miami, Florida, who, you know, we might remember her. She's the one that always wears the big cowboy hats and the boots and the fedoras and all that kind of stuff. She made sure that when President Trump and Sarah Huckabee criticized her, that she used that for self-promotion. And in fact, matter of fact, she said this. She said, quote, look at me, President Trump mentioning my name. I'm a rock star now. That's how Frederica Wilson felt about the entire situation. Not a lot of empathy there. And of course, this story went everywhere. All over mainstream media for almost a week, nonstop on CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, NPR, and it blanketed the social media everywhere. There was nowhere that you couldn't see it. It was in every conversation. It was the topic du jour that week. And now think about this week and Shanna Chapel. And if you hadn't before, you should now be fully understanding that the rules are different. If you want to criticize a true conservative, especially Donald Trump, you can say whatever you want. For goodness sakes, folks, the President of the United States, Donald Trump, was banned from social media. The social media giants did this to him, and they're doing it to you. And ladies and gentlemen, that is why sovereign nations and new discourses are moving all of the content that we have over to Rumble and other media platforms. We understand that our days are numbered here on social media, at least the big three social media platforms. And think through this as well. They're basically the propaganda arm of the new supranational totalitarian state. And the only excuse that Facebook and Twitter can use in deplatforming this grieving mother is that it was a mistake. Maybe they just wanted to correct her theology. And I point this out because they normally use the excuse that people are posting misinformation or fake news. But none of this was fake news. It was a grieving mother who is angry at Joe Biden for creating the scenario that led to the death of her son. And so what we should take out of all of this, this entire sorry case of heavy-handed censorship, is that we are in a war of information. And those that are our adversaries control the battle space. So we had better be wise, clever, wide, and resourceful. Because we must continue to speak the truth, no matter what. Or the truth will die with us. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and this has been Public Occurrences, Both Foreign and Domestic.